Megan. Yeah? It is foretold that if you read from this accursed tome, you shall summon a podcast beyond all of your wildest imaginations. Uh, okay, I, I think I can do that. <clears throat> Klaatu, Vrata, I'm yep. I'm sorry. What was that? I I, I said the words. I, I said the words to summon up the podcast. No, it sounded like a big old snooze. No, no, no. It's Klaatu Verata. Yes. All right. It feels like you're fucking with me here. I I taught you this. I I'm saying the the I'm saying the words. Oh, I almost exactly totally said the words. Well, it's, look, it's very simple. It's, it's, it's fun fiction. Choke on your own tonsils. I just turned into Krang from Ninja Turtles. I'm super Bruce Campbell. So welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like and hail to the king, baby. I'm Scotty Moore. And, uh, honey, <laughs> you got real ugly. I'm making Danger. <laughs> oh, and we're talking the Evil Dead series today, which I really should have known. Like, I remember watching it, watching the first one and being like, I don't, why do people like this? And then I watched the second one and went, oh, I get it now. <laughs> it all makes sense now. And, and then the one that we're going to be talking almost exclusively about because it's us. The third one, Army of Darkness. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. What a turn. What a turn from <laughs> Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah, you know this like kind of genre savvy, like goofy, but like goofy on purpose horror movie that I just delivered for y'all. What if we took that dude and sent him back in time like fucking Bill and Ted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, and then, have, have you seen the uh, the the show Ash versus the what? Evil Dead? I have not. Yeah. I've watched. I think like the first episode. Oh, and it it's was so good. I really want to get into it. It's honestly it, been a while since I've consumed any Evil Dead media. I do think um, Army of Darkness was probably the last one I watched because it is the most in Scotty Moore's wheelhouse of buck wild shit. <laughs> no, it's it's super good. Uh, the characters are great. Fucking Lucy Lawless shows up. Uh, Hell yes. creating a Xena reunion between her and Bruce Campbell and it's wonderful and I love it and there's an episode where he thinks he's crazy and he's got a puppet on his hand his hand stump and it's a very mean puppet <laughs> I love I, I fucking love that show it's so stupid Ash gets progressively dumber also he's just a he's so fucking dumb oh it's one of those things it's a like cleveland show issue where the character just gets dumber as it goes on i love that shit <laughs> did you see I, I feel like he's he's kind of dumb and evil did too in the way but they're like all dumb teens you know and now he's just like an old man who's also very stupid <laughs> he's still very fucking dumb uh one of my favorite stories i ever heard from it was from bruce campbell talking about filming i think it was the first one and he goes, yeah, that blood they sprayed on me was straight caro corn syrup and food coloring. 
and we didn't have a shower up at the cabin where we filmed. Oh, no. Bruce goes, meaning they had to drive me through this small town we were filming near, covered in blood in the back of the truck so I wouldn't stain anything, meaning as church is letting out, there's just a man covered in blood like a disturbed parade float going down the street in front of them. That's so good. Did God, you see... I uh, fucking love Bruce Campbell. Did you see New Evil Dead, the new I one? I, I did not, because it looked like just a straight, regular sort of slasher movie, and I'm not very into that, just kind of as a rule. Like, if I'm going to watch a big, bloody slasher movie, I, I need it to be an old one, because they're, they're, they're better. <laughs> old or at least fucking fun. Yes. For instance, yeah. Willy's Wonderland, which we won't get into, but holy shit, Willy's Wonderland. Oh my god, Willy's Wonderland. But uh yeah, no, and I think a lot of its charm is in Bruce Campbell, and that I might just be biased because I, I, no, I love I, Bruce Campbell. I would agree <laughs> with that. I, I would agree. It's similar almost like to Beetlejuice, where the plot Michael around Keaton. it it don't make matter as much as Michael Keaton as as BJ. Yeah, that's valid. Also, just like 80s and 90s Bruce Campbell is like, I don't know, it's 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 like my gender ideal, and I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> He's the man's man, but also not at all. No. I don't know how to describe it. Um, I did meet him at a con. Ooh! Yes, it was... It was God, Jesus, I... Would have either have been 18 or 19. I don't remember. And it was in... It was South Florida Supercon. And he was there uh, signing his book. Um, and we actually talked for a little bit. And I think it was because he was really happy to talk to someone who was behaving like a human person. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the the, mem the super memorable thing about that encounter isn't even necessarily the talking to Bruce Campbell part, which fucking ruled. Uh, it was the people in front of me who got to talk to him first. All I, I could hear, like, you know, the whole time because we were waiting in line, they were like, what are we going to say? Like, what are we going to do? And the girl was like, what if I, like, leaned up on the table and said, like, I want to lick your boomstick. And I was like, holy shit. Like... Is that Saying what's that is that what's too expected? Much to a stranger, <laughs> like let alone like yeah, they're famous or whatever. Just saying that to another human being that you don't know. I don't know. I give them credit. It's clever. <laughs> I give them points for that. It's just so horny. But yeah, so they went and they did that, and I, I, there was like a palpable look of relief on his face, and I was just like. Hi, yeah, I'm because I, you know, I'm like 19 and terrified. I'm just like, hi, yeah, I'm a, I'm a really big fan. Um, I like movies and stuff. I'm I'm watching you in Burn Notice also, and he's like, oh yeah, cool. You know, people don't really talk about Burn Notice when they come up here, and I'm really enjoying making that show. <laughs> he was really psyched to talk about Burn Notice. So fucking ready to go off on Burn Notice. <laughs> but yeah, I think he was just happy that I didn't that I wasn't fucking weird. <laughs> She's just like, hey, what's your name? Megan. Characters welcome. <laughs> this signs up. What the fuck? <laughs> it's when he signed my book. <laughs> I am reading the synopsis of a uh, new Evil ow, Dead. Ow, ow, ow. Damn it, it did it again. Should we address the elephant in the room that I will probably not be able to edit out of this episode? <laughs> 
You could, you could edit it out. It's only happened twice. Well, I feel like it's only appropriate that in this Evil Dead episode, you, much like Ash Williams, have lost control over one of your limbs. <laughs> You're Megan, not wrong. Megan Curly has a chainsaw in one of their arms. I had to, the Evil Dead got into my hand and... I just, you know, I had to do, I, I did what had to be done, so I only have the one hand left. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely didn't break my elbow doing something stupid. It was definitely something stupid. Okay, they at least got Ash in there, but just at the very fucking end, which is yeah. not- Hey, as someone who's a huge fan of Ghostbusters 2016, don't save that shit for the end because you won't get a sequel. Make sure to put it in the <laughs> film itself. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I did know that that it, you know she just kind of uh le like leaves the the death cabin or whatever, and he's just like, "Sup? I see you survived the death cabin. I'm Ash. Cut to cut to credits. <laughs> I, I I'm here to talk to you today about the Avengers Initiative, not the one you're thinking of, but a completely separate ghost hunting based Avengers. Shit, shit. That should have you know. If I had both hands, <laughs> that would have been my fan fiction. That'd be so good, like a weird Avengers thing. And Nick Fury is is Ash Williams. Because he's so, f instead of, like, a cool, badass Nick Fury, I mean, it's a badass Nick Fury who's also dumb as a brick. <laughs> Just a little dipshit. I don't know, like, that's the other great thing about Evil Dead is, like, I don't know in all of horror if there's a more cool protagonist than Ash Williams. I can't think of any, like, if you're, like, horror icons, okay, Freddy, Jason, the ones what do the killing, exactly. and then Ash Williams. <laughs> Well, because obviously, you know, the nature of horror movies for the most part is you either want to like root for them to die because they suck or to create, you know, an element of fear. And if the protagonist is like competent and awesome, then the villain isn't going to be scary. I think that's so, also why I like Evil Dead so much is it's like, <laughs> they're not afraid. I'm good then. Big Daddy Ash is here to protect me. <laughs> And the the show plays upon that really interestingly um, because it is just kind of like in a way and this totally fits with the movies. Ash is like kind of like Bugs Bunny almost. Yeah, or yeah. Maybe, maybe Daffy Duck is a better example because he's not as cool as Bugs Bunny. But like all kinds of horrible murders and violence and shit happen in that show to people that aren't him. Oh, yeah, yeah. The people who <laughs> are afraid. Yeah, and, like, I think especially Army of Darkness definitely has, like, that huge, like, slapstick Looney Tunes element to it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now on Wikipedia, and I'm reading about Evil Dead Rise, the new film in the Evil Dead franchise, which apparently does not feature Ash Williams at all, but instead just two random sisters that are getting hunted down by demons. I don't think this is an Evil Dead movie anymore. No. I, I think that might be a spec script that got sold, and they're like, eh, let's throw this name on it, as is often the case where you get this deep into sequels to something. Hold on a second. Hold on. We've got a lot of bids from J.J. Abrams on to calling this Cloverfield 5. So let me... <laughs> there's a bidding war right now. <laughs> I like it because, like, it... it 
really does turn the whole horror franchise on its head because it's not we're gonna focus on making a creepy villain it's we're gonna focus on a compelling character as our main and just make some shit to throw at him and see what happens that moose head on the wall talks now deal with it ash you got little tiny versions of yourself running around and they want to kill you (laughs) Chop off your own hand, Ash! Do it, <laughs> Do it, coward! I mean, that's basically the, what was it? It's either his sister, I don't remember if it's his sister, or someone, the, the one who ends up in the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, that's yeah, the first one. She pops one. up and just, like, shit talks him. Like, that is basically what's good. It's like, cut your hand off, coward! <laughs> Do it, bitch! That was, that is the ultimate like comedy scene in a horror film as his hand is just lurching around a room and beating the shit out of him with dishes i loved it bruce campbell is so like it's that's a fucking underrated quality to just be that like fucking cartoony yeah his fucking facial reactions are so good too and then he got to play it up to a million when they were like let's send him back to the middle ages and just (laughs) see what happens I don't know what'll happen. It'll be fun. Uh, now, yeah, you got you got the cool Necronomicon. Actually, if we're gonna be talking about like the Evil Dead one slash two, we do have to address the thing that really, really hasn't aged well. Oh, tree fucking. The trees what commit the sexual assault. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fucking rough, my dude. I remember watching it's a that. Lot. Even when I first saw it, I was like. No, that's not cool. That's not cool movie. It's not in the second one though, is it? Is there tr- is there tree? Did they keep the tree? I don't. Okay, now I don't remember because I was pretty sure that it was in both. It looks like it's someone is dragged to their death by the trees, but they're not fucked by the trees. Uh, good. Yeah. See, I wouldn't even know if say I would call it fuck. Fucking implies consent. Okay, yeah, that is fair. That's that is some non-consensual tree action. Tree, <laughs> tree action. And it, and it, uh, it, it also just looks real fucking horrible now. Like it's interesting what effects hold hold up and are still just like, oh yeah, yeah. And what other ones are like, this is Sam Raimi wiggling a branch, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one cool thing, though, that I, I think it was like a pioneering thing at the time. I don't remember the the camera thing. What the uh, where they like that's real low to the ground. Oh, and, like, the rushing camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that ended up being like a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a great like tracking shot, especially yeah. through the woods. It almost looks it almost looks impossible because of the way it's filmed and all the different jumps it has to make. Yeah. It's very sick. God, we're just talking about how bitching this is. This is no longer a comedy <laughs> podcast. It's just two buds being like, hey, you know what rules? <laughs> Evil fucking dead. You know what's sick as hell? Evil goddamn dead. I wish we had more of a separation between trolls in this episode because you are aware there is an evil dead the musical and if i had yes. more time, i would have <laughs> cranked into that shit. That is that's one of my favorite musicals. It is so good. <laughs> I, I, it's honestly what I had assumed you were going to do. I'd braced myself. I'd girded my loins. 
No, I I went a lot worse. I went a lot worse. Do you wanna you wanna get into it right now since we flounder in a little bit on stuff to talk about what is funny when it comes to Evil Dead? <laughs> I suppose. Um, also, for anybody who is listening to this, who also listens to uh, the weird, which I think is a pretty good percentage at this point. I did name Ash Delaney after Ash Williams. <laughs> I was going to ask that. I was very <laughs> curious about that. Yep. That's a, that is a direct reference, baby. Well, I did something a little bizarre, and it's not going to be hard for me to do right now, but it's going to be rough for me in the editing studio because I may have written a mini audio fiction podcast. <laughs> About I mean, Evil is, Dead. Is, is that what you did with, like, Super Mario? Is that Yeah, but that one had narration. No narration on this one. It is all character-driven. Why do you do this to me? <clears throat> all right, court's now in session. The Honorable Judge DeVito presiding. All right, all right, everybody sit down. Welcome to DeVito's court. I assume that is how you start off courtroom stuff, is by saying welcome to my court. Calling forth the case of Ash Williams versus an army of violent murderous deadites. On both is, is, sides is, is ready. This supposed to be, is this supposed to be Danny DeVito? Hey! <laughs> is, is, is his body being inhabited by Stanley, or is it just because you were doing Stanley earlier? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're sharing this meat puppet now. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you, Daniel. Let's go right. Spider-Man fights the X-Men 3. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the captain now. Excelsior. <laughs> I'm the DeVito now. <laughs> On both sides, ready. <laughs> he's a little he's, he's a little deeper and he's a little raspy. I've watched a lot of Always Sunny. On both sides, ready. <laughs> Is that it? It is I, the DeVito. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Charlie. Mac. <laughs> Are both sides ready? Ready for the people, Your Honor. And the defense? Oh, you Honor, you know old Jeff and Dean's here to get the case going real nice and slow. Get justice served up real quick with a side of butter and a little bit of that Jeff and Jones guarantee, baby. I'm sorry, Jeffrey who guaranteed? <laughs> I think I said Jeffrey Jones, but she's no, not the right no. person. No, that's the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pedophile from Beetlejuice. <laughs> Hey, also Ferris Bueller's day off. Excuse me, I forgot about his storied resume. <laughs> I forgot about the movie where the pedophile worked with the children and spent the whole film trying to track one down through the streets of Chicago. Excellent. And will the clerk please swear in the jury? Yeah, well, the jury, please stand and raise your right hand. All right. You cool? Eh? Eh? Little audience participation over here? Little audience participation? <laughs> Did just realize I asked you to raise your hand, which is a little fucked up to do in this scenario. Excellent. You may be seated. 
Well, would the DA like to begin with their opening statements? I no. am once again Daniel DeVito. <laughs> yes, I would, Your Honor. And I'd take this opportunity as a it's privilege. It's Princess Peach. It's Princess Peach. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we're all fine adults, you would agree. Fine adults no. like the man at that desk, Ash Williams. Fine adults like, you know, Cheryl and Scott and Linda and Shelly. Adults who are important to our community. Adults that did not even get a fucking surname in the credits, which made my opening statement very hard to come up with. We are currently entitled to the same liberties as adults, are we not? Entitled to a nice car trip with friends. Entitled to a weekend trip at an Airbnb, which the owner promised was 100% non-haunted. You know, the thing they put on Airbnb. And were my clients afforded these liberties on October 15th, 1981, the day of the Great Cabin Massacre, where we lost the lives of four beautiful individuals whose surnames I have happened to forget? Nay, I say, they were forced to lay down their lives and potentially their own mental health in the name of fighting against these evil bastards sitting behind that defense desk. Objection! Y yes, Your Honor, I'd like to, I say, I say, call an objection. The prosecutor is clearly leading the jury right now. Sustained. Oh, I I'm sorry, were we not allowed to sit here in this courtroom and tell the truth? Are we not allowed to use our God-given freedom of speech to point out the truths of our very courtroom? Am I not allowed, ladies and gentlemen, to look the devil in his eyes and call him wicked to his very face? See, that's what I'm fighting for here, folks. The ability to call it like we seize it. The ability to live out our American dream to alienate an entire group of people due to the actions of the few. Today's case yeah, is I'm, not... I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty alienated right now. <laughs> Today's case is not merely the case of four beautiful nameless souls who perished in a cabin. Nay, this is a battle for the very future of our country. No further statements, Your Honor. Well... I'll be honest, uh, I was really on your side until you started bringing up all that xenophobic shit. Uh, defense, your response. Now you're on! Every, every, god, it just, it never gets any better. It's like a fucking kick to the sternum you every time. You may not know by just looking at old Jeffy Dean, but I'm a small town lawyer with big time <laughs> dreams. You know me. I'm a man of the people. Like my old friend Boo Radley used to say. He'd say, oh, Jeffy Christ. Dean, you're a man of the people. And I'd always say, thank you, Boo Radley from To Kill a Mockingbird. And then he'd start drinking Coca-Cola out of a brown paper bag. That's all I remember about To Kill a Mockingbird. And given this Wikipedia synopsis, it's the farthest down that rabbit hole we will be going today. Because yikes. Anyways. <laughs> 
As a man of the people, a man of every people, I'm here to tell you that this armada of deadites behind me had absolutely nothing to do with the violent assault of humanity that took place October 15th. Objection! We have photographic evidence that the deadites were at the side of the cabin on October 15th and have it on record from Ash Williams that several of them possessed the bodies of his friends. I'll allow it. And honestly, thank you, Mr. Attorney Man, for bringing that up, because folks, is demonic possession really illegal? Had our forefathers <laughs> the foresight to make this possibly illicit act a crime in the eyes of the court? I say nay. Ain't nothing in the rule book <laughs> A possessed demon zombie can't play basketball. <laughs> Today, I'm here to defend my clients against the act of murder, not the act of demonic possession, whether that be possession of human bodies or perhaps some very horny trees. And on that front, Boo. I must say that if getting into someone's body is illegal, Your Honor, getting into someone's mind, getting into their soul, then all we better take off our wedding rings because what is demonic possession if not an unintended wedding of two souls? Something that I know our judge has done on more than one occasion. No further statements, Your Honor. Um, alright. Well then, uh, the prosecution may call its first witness. Your Honor, we would like to call Ash Williams to the stand. Please stand. Do you promise that the testimony you give here today shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Please state your first and last name. Ash Williams, as voiced by Scotty Moore, because I can't do a Bruce Campbell impression. It's like, you're not even trying here. If he asked if he stated to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, he'd just be like, oh, you know it, baby. You'd know it, man. <laughs> Okay, fine. Ash All I got is the truth here. Ash Williams, as voiced by Michael Caine, because I can't do a Bruce Campbell impression. It's not a hard impression. You're you're right. You I just got you just be you just need to be horny, and your voice needs to just drop like a register. Okay, okay, let's let's try it. Now, Ash Williams, let's begin with the simple questions. Where were you the night of October 15th, 1981? <laughs> I was up at the cabin with me full best friends. It. <laughs> it was just supposed to be a normal waking trip until the deadites attacked. They you assaulted me, friends. They took the wealth of my life away. They took my damned hand. Objection! Objection, your honor! There's no evidence directly linking the deadites to the loss of Ash Williams' hand. This is purposefully misleading on behalf of the witness. Sustained. Carry on. Now, miss- No, wait, fuck, wrong one. Now, Mr. Williams, <laughs> I understand this may be an emotional time for you, but where were you the night of October 16th, 1321 AD? Objection! Objection, your honor! This is an absolutely ludicrous question! I'll allow it. I was in a castle, fighting the deadites. You see, once I thought I defeated them, they grabbed me and pulled me back in time. That's where I realized the fight was only beginning. They created clones of my body that ripped me to pieces. They used fake Necronomicons to attack me. 
It was a real blow for the Wayne family. Blow <laughs> for the Wayne family. Ah, yes, the Necronomicon. That, of course, is Exhibit A, as the jury can see. Would you mind explaining to the court what all the Necronomicon can do? It's the Book of the Dead, <laughs> Master Wayne. An old tome meant to trap the darkest evils of the world and seal them away. If used improperly, it could lead an army of darkness. Turns to camera and goes, <laughs> To attack the very world itself. And today, this jury can be our own Necronomicon that could put away this deadite menace for good. No further questions, your honor. Defense, your witness. Mr. Williams! I'm back. The way you, you hurl your entire body backwards. <laughs> Do you mind if I call you Mr. Williams? Listening to you up here is making me real emotional. Thinking about all my closest friends. Thinking about how much they mean to me. Which leads me to ask this question. What are the last names of your four friends that died in that cabin? What are you talking about? Four carcasses are laying on cold, hardened steel in the morgue, and I'll be damned if I can find a last name for any of them. You know, if I was a true friend, I think I'd know what the last name of my best buddies were. Objection! He is clearly badgering the witness. Sustained. You're on thin ice, Jeffy Dean. If there's one thing I learned during my trips to Alaska, Your Honor, it's that the thinnest ice provides the best fishing. Now, Ashley, I understand that you had to turn in your weapons to the guards before entering Sher the courtroom. Sh Cheryl is Cheryl Williams, cause, cause it's his sister. I'm gonna need the jury to pipe down over there. I only take evidence submitted to the court through the proper violence. Anyways, I understand you had to turn in your weapons to the guard before entering the courtroom, and I can't help but find it bizarre that you happen to carry around a large chainsaw and what appeared to be a sawed-off shotgun everywhere you go. All right, you primitive screwhead, listen up. That is my boomstick. Well, in the eyes Jesus of Mr. Law, Mr. Williams, it is a sawed-off smokeless powder shotgun, a weapon that happens to be illegal to own in these United States of America under the National Firearms Act. Real bizarre how that was the gun they focused on banning, but whatever. What's the point of this, Jeffy? My point is this, Yana. If this man is to stand here and walk free across the streets wielding an illegal firearm and a chainsaw, how are we to believe anything he says under oath? He's already made it clear he has no problems playing with our laws to get what he wants. Objection! The defense is clearly just trying to distract us from the facts of the case. Oh, facts! You want old Jeff and Dean to teach you about facts? Well, how about this fact? Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary individuals of the jury, I present to you Exhibit A, the Necronomicon. And you know something, Mr. Williams, I've read this damn thing front to back over and over and I just keep coming back to one page. This page right here that demonstrates the summoning ritual for the Army of Darkness, the page that shows how to bring the deadites to Earth themselves. 
Now that makes me think somebody had to have read from this thing to get the monsters out in the first place, am I right? You don't happen to have any idea who that person might have been, do you? I, look, alright, it wasn't me. It was a tape recorder. It had the entire Necronomicon on it, and I guess it ended up playing when we were out of the room. Hey, what does what does the tape recorder sound like? I see. And what about that great war in the Middle Ages you apparently found yourself caught in the middle of? I let me remind you, you are under oath, Mr. Williams. I read from the Necronomicon. And let loose an army of deadites to torture the world itself. And do you realize, ladies and gentlemen, what could have happened if Ash Williams didn't have his little change of heart and fight back? Not a single one of us would be standing here in this courtroom today. The world would have been turned upside down, all thanks to the man sitting here at the witness stand. No further questions, Your Honor. The witness is excused. Well, if neither parties have any further witnesses to call, I suppose we should- Objection! I called to the stand of dead eyes. Uh, well, let me remind you that the defendant does have the right to not testify. Meaning that the giant army of demons behind you does not have to come up here and speak, and I'll be honest with you, I think we'd all prefer if the demons did not come to this side of the courtroom. Well, unfortunately, Anna, I think the defendant has some important information that's vital to the case. All right, uh, uh, bailiff. Do you swear to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, and tell the... Look, you're not gonna fucking lie, right? No, and neither are you. Wait, what? No, 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 God! Oh, no! No! Oh, God! No! I swear to tell the whole truth, Your Honor, but unfortunately I cannot place my hand upon the Bible for religious reasons. Okay, Judge, uh, objection, right? I feel like I'm going crazy here, but you just can't possess the body of the bailiff mid-court case. I got the book right here. It ain't no rule in the rule book says you can't possess the bailiff. <laughs> it's an it's amendment tw 26 in the Constitution. <laughs> no, he's right. It's nowhere in here. All right, prosecution, your witness. Wait, no, no way I'm talking to that fucking thing. It's going to possess me next. Oh, well, that's good for you then, I guess. Uh, I guess it's the defense's witness then. Now, Mr. Deadeye, may I call you that? Where were you at on the night of October 15th, 1981? Well, as a near eternal being, I don't have much of a concept of time, but if the date is as you humans have explained, the one where we happen to possess a bunch of human bodies, then I'd like to say we're actually asleep for most of the day. Asleep? That's a bizarre choice for someone looking in to get a little light murder that evening. Well, you see, Your Honor, being a deadite is quite tiring. We have the strength of an ox, the speed of a cheetah, and the brain of a god. Unfortunately, sustaining that much power over the long term isn't feasible, so we simply sleep until we're called upon. Ah, uh, and how would one call upon you? Well, of course, using the Necronomicon. I see, one similar to the one Ash Williams claims to have read from? Oh no, like the exact same one as the one he read from. 
I see, I see. So you're saying that if those teenagers never muddled with the Necronomicon, a book that, let me remind you, did not even belong to them, that the Deadites would not have returned to possess their bodies. Basically, yes. You see, we have to possess bodies when we appear here in our realm, or else our forms would merely slip away into dust. It allows us to put a limiter on our powers, as it were. Keep ourselves here until our master sends us back. And your master would be... Uh, whoever read from the Necronomicon. So if the ladies and gentlemen of the jury would like to place two and two together, you would find that the massacre of those four beautiful, surnameless individuals would have never happened were it not for Ash Williams. Objection! This is ridiculous, Your Honor. The defense is attempting to provide correlation as causation, and that simply can't hold up in this court. Sustained. You're gonna need better evidence than that, Jeffy Dean. You want better evidence, Your Honor? Then allow me to ask one more question. Oh, thank God. Have the Deadites ever possessed the body of Ash Williams? Well, yeah, numerous times. The guy's basically a walking McDonald's, over one million deadites, sir. And yet, Ash Williams is standing here alive to this day. Seems as if possession by deadite doesn't result in any negative health effects, unless, of course, one were to fight back against them. Perhaps by chopping off their own arm in a crazed rage? What's your point here, Jeffy? My point is this, your honor. Not a single death that took place in that cabin on that day was a result of deadites. It was a result of humanity's reaction to the deadites. Ash Williams, possessed by deadite, is driven to madness, chops off his own arm. Perhaps that day in that cabin, he saw four friends possessed by a deadite army and did what he had to do. And perhaps, your honor, this trial shouldn't be for the deadite army but for Ash Williams themselves. This is ludicrous. Scott killed Shelly, not me. And there you have it, Your Honor. This was not a case of hor horrifying demonic invasions. It was a case of fear. Fear of what your friends are becoming. Fear of who you're becoming. Fear of growing up and becoming an adult. And the lengths men can go to in order to prevent those fears from coming true. No further questions, Your Honor. Does the prosecution rest? Yes, Your Honor. I fear asking any more questions may just incriminate my client more. Then I'll allow you each a minute for closing statements. No, can we... <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Can I say something like guilty, innocent, I'm the guy with the gun? Absolutely not. You're gonna sit there and be quiet for once in your fucking life. Groovy. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, when we send soldiers to war, it is expected of them to fight, and yes, sometimes kill in the line of duty. When faced with a foreign enemy that's invading our lands, we have brave men and will- Brave- Fuck! I'm really thrown off. Brave men and women that stand together to fight that foreign enemy. And we don't call them murderers or cold-blooded killers. We call them heroes, and when confronted by an army of darkness, deadites closing in from every angle, Ash Williams had a choice, to be a man or to be a hero. America needed a leader in that moment, a leader to take down the deadite menace. And that leader was Ash Williams. 
leaving me with one small request for the jury. Hail to the king, baby. Based on all of this information, the jury must be left with no choice but to find the dead-eyed army guilty. So is, like, xenophobic John Mulaney a new character we're doing now? (laughs) I'm not saying I agree with Alex Jones. I'm just saying he makes some valid points. I shouldn't be laughing, but that joke just threw Megan into an elbow fit. (laughs) You made made me move back. (laughs) Defense, your response? Your honor. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, in case you did not know, I am just a small town lawyer. Here with a client that wants acceptance. I'm just a small town lawyer that wants to fuck the moon. (laughs) He just wants acceptance into our society, our culture, our souls, also probably our bodies. And when my client came out seeking that acceptance on that faithful day, they were met with harassment and vitriol. They were met by men willing to cut their very hands off to avoid them. Look, folks, we've all been lonely one time or another. We've all felt like the world didn't want us. And today, you have the opportunity to change that thought in one demonic hive mind's life. You have the ability to change these deadites' lives and change their minds about humanity to stop any future danger from coming down upon our heads. I'm asking you today to be smart. Be as smart and find my client innocent. Oh, fuck you. Well, thank you both. I'm sure the jury has reached a conclusion in the time it has taken me to read this whole ass fan fiction. Has the jury reached a unanimous verdict? The jury has been like disassociating for the past 20 minutes. The jury is thanked and excused. Court is adjourned. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Yay! That's one of those ones that I didn't think was that long. And then I read it. You mean all of them? No, no. Usually I'll come in prepped and be like, okay, that's 10 pages. I'm fucked. This one was eight pages long, but I was like, it's all dialogue. It's fine. It's not fine. No. No, it's not. (laughs) So that's what I wrote about the evil dead. I didn't write anything about the evil dead because somebody made me think that we had taken a covenant and we'd made an agreement. <laughs> we had that a we were gentleman's do- agreement. We, yeah, we, had a, we had a gentleman's agreement, a virtual handshake, if you will, because someone else had already texted me saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do about this. And I was like, well, I only got one good hand, so I'm not typing much in the way of long form. Maybe we could just like do some jazz and talk about what like you know we would like our reboot or our version of of army of darkness or evil dead to look like and someone was like yeah yeah we could do that until you know two minutes before we started recording when i was gaslit (laughs) you saw what the opening of this episode was you saw that energy and i was like no we're gonna fly on the wings of a courtroom into the skies no you decided to do a little gaslight gatekeep girl boss (laughs) 
Scotty Moore, Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. I mean, we could still do it, dog. We could still make up our perfect <laughs> evil dead butt buckaroo. That really, st- okay, I need you to know that that sounded like you said butt fuckaroo. <laughs> Evil Dead 4, Buttfuckaroo. <laughs> this one was only released on the special porn channels on your on your TV. <laughs> you know, the weird ones that you try to scroll past fast when your parents are in the room? Yeah. I, I think there's a deadite possessing you and its name is John Mulaney. Its name is xenophobic John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Another rich character to add to our ever-growing <laughs> tapestry. Not to be confused with The Rock, who also sounds like Sean Mulaney. <laughs> yeah, it's a completely different John Mulaney. This one's not hateful towards foreigners. I'm just saying he's a businessman and not a politician, and that's why I respected him in office. Oh he- my God. <laughs> Jesus. So first scene of New Evil Dead xenophobic John Mulaney dies at the hands of a deadite. Yes. He he dies horribly, and Ash Williams l- watches it happen, and just goes groovy, <laughs> groovy. Everybody liked that. Set like around Christmas time, he's walking down the street, just like what? No, I don't have any plans January six. What's happening? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then a dead eye chops his head off. <laughs> So, so this do we is better actually? Do we want, <laughs> do we want to keep Ash as our main, or do we want to fall into the Hollywood trap right now, which you know I'm a fan of, of Ash and daughter or Ash and son, whichever. Well, they do Ash and daughter in the show. Yeah, that's what I saw, but it's like <laughs> it's grown up daughter, right? Well, yeah, she's like a a teen, late teen, early twenty, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like she's not, she's not a baby. No, that's what I want. I know, but- I know. You need a baby because no, because no, no. I want Ash Williams to have a attachment for his hand that's just a baby seat, and now he can swing <laughs> it around and beat the <laughs> shit out of people with his baby. Scotty, I need you to look me in the eye here. Don't cut your hand off so you can put a baby seat on it and swing <laughs> your daughter around. But I won! <laughs> I'm telling you, no, no, no. You put that shit, you put that chainsaw down. It's just like Facebook posts, like, my dad's so crazy. Really? What do you do? Chopped his hand off so I could ride on it in a car seat. <laughs> his right arm is super fucking muscular because he just <laughs> kept upgrading the seat. It got it got really difficult by the time that I was like five and I got like the the special car seat that you put in that's supposed to grow with your kid. No fucking cut to this scene happening at like a prom dinner and it pans out and the, and the dad is sitting underneath it holding up her chair. I got you covered, baby. Just let me know when it's time for your dance. I'll let you down. My dad is so quirky. (laughs) He has a chainsaw, like, all the time. He gets invited to all the bar mitzvahs because he can do that chair thing one-handed. He loves it. (laughs) Can you tell I didn't grow up Jewish? (laughs) I was just like, you know the chair thing? (laughs) 
this has been a fun fiction that was presumably about Evil Dead. <laughs> I'm Ash Williams, star of the new Evil Dead. I'm played by John Mulaney, and I'm going up to a cabin, hear me out, with my four best friends. But here's the thing. None of them have last names. Meaning Cheryl Williams, for God's sake. Meaning that if the police come, I'm the only one identifiable by photographed ID. You were about to say photography. I was about to say photographed ID. (laughs) Good old photo. I'm going to need to see some photographed ID. (laughs) Okay, thank you, officer. I'm here in this scene now. <laughs> Why is it we pick things we really like ter- that we both like it turns into a shit show? I think it's because we both automatically know the shit that's good from it and expect everyone else to know the shit that's good from it. Because we don't just want to sit here and be like, and then he fought himself, but himself was bad. And it was really cool. <laughs> Cause we're cool. He didn't, he didn't know the words, and it was very funny. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like with comedies or goofy shit like this, and I've said this before. I'll say it again. Analyzing comedy is the least funny thing on the planet. Taking the joke and saying, "And this is why you laughed at it," <laughs> is the worst. Well, that's how we ended up with Ash Williams hoisting his daughter's grown daughter aloft on prom night. <laughs> so I'm, I still want to go with what I said at the beginning, which is, wouldn't it be great if Ash led a team where he was essentially Nick Fury? Because I really want to see a, a, a real dumb Nick Fury. I want to see a Nick Fury that's just a big, stupid man. And, and the TV show, like, he does lead a, a quote-unquote team, but they're really more just, like, two twenty-somethings who are just scared all the time. Yeah. Which isn't quite what I would have in mind. Like, I would like to see, like, a a, a new Ghostbusters kind of thing. But the Grittier. problem is... The, well, the, the problem is, with these, the way the show works, is they would all die horribly and Ash would be the only one left. That's, that's sort of the legacy of yeah. Evil Dead. I'm trying to find any horror protagonists that can join our little horror Avengers. I mean, what's-her-face from Nightmare on Elm Street would be a good one because she survives multiple times. And this kind of fits in with Evil Dead in a way. She survives the the meta Nightmare on Elm Street. New Nightmare. Oh, yeah. That's Nancy, Uh, I believe. Nan- I think it's Nancy. I think it's Nancy. Yeah, new nightmare. Fucking whips. I know that's not what we're talking about <laughs> at all. But what a cool idea to just be like, hey, let's make a movie about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and that they're so powerful that they're manifesting in reality. Oh like, yeah, that's not Wes Craven jerking himself off at all. <laughs> I love weird meta shit like that. I know everyone's like, it's a gimmick. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes that's all I want. Okay, Hollywood. Sometimes that's all I need. <laughs> And that one, it's a good gimmick, though. Like, yeah. that movie's great. So that would be someone that she she survived a, a meta horror movie along with the regular horror movies. Um, she could probably hang. Will, does Alien count as a horror franchise? Because Ellen Ripley, good I mean, get. I, I do believe that it, it is, yes. <laughs> then, yeah, okay, that's a good one. Ripley, Ash. I'm- oh, fuck. You know what would be amazing, actually? 
Like, I know we already fixed Stranger Things, and it's it's fixed now, but here's an even quicker, better fix. Yeah. Just put Ash Williams in it. <laughs> <laughs> just Just do Stranger Things, but Ash is there now. I would love... Actually, you know what? Scrap everything about Stranger Things. <laughs> keep Ash Williams and keep Steve Harrington. That's it. That's the whole series right there. What is Steve Harrington if not a baby Ash Williams what is, in training? <laughs> what is Ash Williams if not Steve Harrington persevering? <laughs> yeah, there is no... They've got Sydney from Scream, but I've, I've not seen Scream, so I don't know. I, I, I haven't uh, seen Scream Sean either, from Shaun of the Dead. He wouldn't oh. be bad. Well, yeah, and then they're, they're, that's another kind of like Looney Tunes cartoony style that would play off really well. But you know what would be really good? Uh, fuck, what was her? Lori. Lori from Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my stoner boy from Cabin in the Woods, Marty. Gotta bring him in. If for no other you, you, reason you, than because he has that coffee cup, what turned into a bong. See, you got so excited about the bong coffee cup, I feel like you haven't fully appreciated... Lori, I I'm gonna be honest. I've never you said it was Halloween. I've never seen Halloween. <gasps> I oh, know. I know. Okay. Well. Okay. But so Jamie Lee Curtis, and she survived long enough that they just did the other one, and it was still Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, you could have just said it's Jamie Lee Curtis. The end. That is it. That is the full thing. Jamie Lee Curtis and and Bruce Campbell as Lori and Ash. And the fighting demons and also just a big scary boy in a fucking Captain Kirk mask. That's a Captain Kirk mask, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, Michael Myers mask. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just flipped inside out, isn't it? I think, yeah. Uh, because she's sassy and well, she grows up to be that way. At first, she's just kind of freaked out because she's, you know, a teen. But <laughs> she she's she, she's kind of mean and she doesn't take shit. And she would just smack him all the time, and it would be amazing. That's a good dichotomy of big, stupid hembo and then, like, strong, powerful female to just be like, fucking stop. Quit being stupid. <laughs> but but they're both competent enough in where it matters, which is murdering evil thing. Fuck, I want to watch this now. Holy shit, I want to watch this movie so bad. Can I bring in my boy... The janitor from Willy's Wonderland. Can we just have? Actually, no. I don't want him to <laughs> no, be. No, because no one, no one could play off of him. He doesn't talk. <laughs> exactly. No, actually, I kind of want him to be like a cameo thing halfway. Th He's like the Han Solo. As they approach him, he denies the mission at first because he does not care about anything, as evidenced by how that film looks. And then, he, like, he just loves he loves pinball. He loves <laughs> pinball so fucking much, and I love that for him. And then halfway through this film, like, they're about to get taken out by whatever our big bad is. When whoosh, who's that? That's right, janitor Nick Cage here to beat the shit out of these guys with used animatronic arms. I think we just made like the perfect horror movie, honestly. I think we just made the League of Even More Extraordinary Gentlemen. The League of the Most Extraordinary Gentlemen, and it's just, like, four people. The League of Really Extraordinary Gentlemen. 
Who's the villain, though? Who's the big bad that all well, of them would need well, to... Well, that's the thing. It's, like, everything. So, like, the Deadites, like, go into Michael Myers and make him, like, more powerful. Oh, shit. Or maybe, shit. like, multiple of him. So it's like a Dragon Ball Xenoverse situation, or pretty much most Dragon Ball storylines, where they get possessed <laughs> by something, what makes them stronger. Yes, and if, if we're gonna keep Steve... If we're gonna keep dumb baby Steve... Then you could also have like Demogorgon shit as well. Yeah, yeah, we're we are full on Spider Man, no way homing this. Of throw it all in there, baby. <laughs> I mean, I I think this is I think our Spider Man, no way home is better than whatever we're good. I, I mean, the only it thing doesn't even have Spider Man in it. It's better. No, it's better. Uh, we're just missing a reason to get Alfred Molina in there. <laughs> okay, they go to a showing. A fiddler on the roof where Doc Ock is playing in it. <laughs> this is just because of that one clip on Twitter. It's my favorite fucking clip from Spider-Man 2. I'm not even going to lie. You, haven't you said you hadn't seen Spider-Man 2? I've not seen the amazing Spider-Man 2. I have seen Spider-Man 2. And I'm okay. one of the few people that w did not like it as much as they liked Spider-Man. You're wrong, but we're friends. We could be friends anyway. I haven't seen any of the Amazing Spider-Man ones either, despite Andrew Garfield just being so pretty. That fucking clip of him invited, in, like inventing the web, the web fluid, and then just like staring at it and going, it will live in my brain forever, and that's why I <laughs> won't see them. What if Alfred Molina was the multi-bear? <laughs> yes! That's what it is now! And then he could play he could play the pop sensation, Icelandic pop sensation, Baba. Baba. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about anymore. The moment point. that pumpkin bomb hit the ground, I screamed. I was like, you know what, y'all can keep Alfred Molina. I got my really angry dad back. <laughs> and he's here to yell at us about pumpkins or some shit. <laughs> he's here to dress like an old lady in a burning building only to go, and then you wake up on the roof. <laughs> that, that scene scared the shit out of me as a child. Not even gonna lie. That's extremely funny. I've also been playing 12 minutes all day where Willem Dafoe is one of the three voices in it. Oh, and no. And so that's what I'm going to be thinking about when I fire that game up as soon as we stop recording. <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, we fixed Evil Dead. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did we so... Made a, we made a pretty good sequel. We did make a very good sequel, and then... I didn't do anything before that. That was increasingly long. Really trusting the editor, a.k.a. me, to save that um, in the future. But we now move on to next week. And Meg, did you are aware that we do a podcast called The Weird? An actual play TTRPG <laughs> podcast where we are a secret agents that hunt ghoulies. Well, in this... It, fuck. <laughs> we do... No, we don't. We don't fuck yet. In this we arc, <laughs> we are joined by Ty from Side Character Quest, and because of brand loyalty and unity, we're bringing Ty here to promote that and talk about some good shit. Because we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean next week. Thank God I'm through that whole plug. Because holy shit, 
Yeah, that was rough. Really, I think Ty is just taking pity on us or not realizing exactly what he's walking into by agreeing to come on the show that he thinks it's going to be like the same level of competence as the weird. Yeah, as that, like, oh no, lit class, any of that. It's like, no, 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 Ty, you don't know, Ty, 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 calm Ty. down, baby. You're okay. <laughs> oh no actually oh shit i didn't even bring it up to him i will i will bring it up when we do it but the the first rolling misadventures he was on was pirate themed oh and we did do pirate voices like the whole time and it was horrendous <laughs> hey everybody it's future scotty here with something that is very important that we forgot to say at the end of this episode and it's the fact that after ty's episode next week we are going to be doing something unprecedented to celebrate our one year anniversary of doing this absolutely ridiculous show we're not going to be reviewing a thing and then writing a fan fiction instead we are going to be reviewing your fan fiction that is right ladies and gentlemen write up some fun fiction fan fiction whether that be the birth of hawk babadook or your own money plane musical or if you even want to do fanfic about me and megan just keep it not weird uh just submit that to a load of pure bs at gmail.com or you could send it to uh the fun fiction twitter account at fun fiction show and yeah it's gonna be an awesome anniversary a lot of the people from the discord have already submitted fanfics that are amazing so please get them in uh i think our deadline is september 7th i believe i may i may push that out a little bit but yeah, for right now, tentatively, let's say September 7th, and then pay attention to the Twitter account, and we'll let you guys know if there's any updates. But now, back to... We gotta go back to the past! Whoppa! Where can people find you on the Pember, Bep? I'm on the twit, the Twitter, which I'm never gonna stop saying, because you always are so upset. <laughs> at meg underscore danger where i tweet pictures of my adorable dumbass cats and me in a cast because as an adorable dumbass who's myself got, who's got two <laughs> thumbs and a broken elbow hey <laughs> you can find me on twitter at scotty mo s-c-o-t-t-y-e <laughs> 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 uh, check out oh, all the other podcasts. Oh, that real rough. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was very proud. I, when you get so loud that Skype no longer allows audio to come to me, <laughs> makes me so happy. Check out all my other podcasts from a load of BS to Fight Boys if you like pro wrestling or the weird. The actual play TV, you know, you heard me say it. It's just becoming increasingly desperate. <laughs> the weird, you know it. Listen to the podcast. Do it. It's me, Bruce Campbell. Special <laughs> thanks to Bestie for oh, the theme yeah, song. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, this is the theme. It's the theme song, the one that lets you know that it's time for the podcast. I can only do Jerry Seinfeld if he's getting increasingly manic. <laughs> if you like what you heard, you can go to SoundCloud.com <laughs> slash best hyphen day. Oh, there goes Jerry. Oh, <laughs> is it hot air balloon? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'm vlogging. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going off on an adventure. You can also search for him on Apple M- Music or whatever. Spotify. <laughs> I don't know. What's Apple B- B- Music? <laughs> And go I'm in a significant amount of pain right now. <laughs> Jerry! Jerry, he's getting away on the hot air balloon. Hey, Take me with you! Give us money <laughs> at patreon.com slash a load of BS or pick up merchandise at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Holy shit. The... The fucking Pride and Prejudice and Hobbs and Shaw and Diners and Drive-Ins and Dives flying off the shelves. I was shocked. I was like, no, the Darcy one that I came up with, that's going to be the one that sells. And then the fan base said, no, bitch. It's it's a good minimalist shirt. If it makes you feel better, Charles has said uh, multiple times that the Darcy shirt which which they did purchase is their favorite. Yes. <laughs> did we just record a podcast or are we about to? Like it feels like I'm in a weird headspace right now where I'm like I think we just did it, but I'm not sure. Again, I have been disassociating almost this entire time. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that isn't. Welcome to the podcast that never happened. This is the part that never ends. It just goes on and on. My friends, the people started podcasting without knowing what it was. I and oh, sweet Jesus, I want to loop that end. so bad. I want that to be the opening of the episode fading out. Oh, that's how you close the episode, just fading on that. It's a loop. No, it's a fucking looper situation. <laughs>